is Jordan Lewis. Welcome to the We Evolve Media Revolution podcast, where we interview underground hip-hop artists from across Canada and generally just be friends, because that's what this is. Anyone and everyone is welcome, and we hope you also like hip-hop. This episode features Breakwater. On this glorious and bountiful planet we call Earth, We human beings once existed largely in tribes. Believe it or not, these tribes I'm about to speak of still do exist today, and in many different forms. Small communities of homo sapiens where everyone serves a purpose and lives and dies by the tribe. There is ultimate trust, complete loyalty, and a decently high level of dependency. I feel like I can speak for a lot of artists when I say that being a one-man army can suck. Obviously, pros and cons to everything, but I'll just list for you some of the hats that are in my own personal hell. Singer, songwriter, rapper, producer, audio engineer, marketing, graphic design, web development, artist management, digital content creator. Well, uh, yeah, there's some overlap in these roles, but uh, there are a few sub roles to each and everything has layers to it. To top that off, anyone who considers themselves a master of any craft will likely tell you that they still learn things on a daily basis, almost on a daily basis. I can't really speak for everyone, but the point of the matter is they're constantly learning. Rolling solo is exhausting, and it doesn't really allow you to fully nurture your skills. That's my truth, at least. There's that, but it's also hard to come by a squad that you can have that tribe-like vibe with. Breakwater is a collective that operates fluidly together. You can tell these guys have an understanding of each other and an uncommon level of respect for each other and every single member of their crew. Uh, Personally, I feel like that is something to be admired, and if there is anything that I can profess from it, it would be to collaborate as much as possible. Work with as many people as you can, and don't forget that the process is as important as the result and we can get back to our cooperative tribe roots. Here's Breakwater. What is up, everybody? I'm here with Breakwater. Got Tico, Raspy, Chris, Yours Trilly, and Kazo. What is up, my dudes? How we doing, man? Yo, yo. Yo. Hey. <laughs> I like how you guys did it all one at a time. That's sick. That's sick. Uh, nice to meet you guys. You, you guys are from, uh, you're based in Victoria, BC. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Beauty. Were you guys all born and raised in Victoria? No. Uh, no. Kazo and I were both uh, born in Burnaby and we moved out here in 2009. In 09. Okay. Yeah. And, and the other two? Born and raised. Born and, born and raised. raised. Easy. Okay. Dope. And so when did uh, Breakwater Sound start? Uh, it originally started back in 2016, but not anywhere near in the, the form it is now. It wasn't necessarily like we weren't a group making music. It was just kind of it was uh, Trill and Chris making music. And I was helping them on the management side. And we were just deciding to start kind of doing a collective type thing out of it. But there wasn't a lot of grounds behind it. And it's just grown and grown and grown. And then I started making music. Kaz started making music. We got our own studio, and uh, from there, it's just grown into a full-on group. That's really cool, man. And that's that's you, Tico Raspi, who started just as a manager? Correct. That's interesting, bro. So how do you get the inspiration to want to take that route? Or did you just stumble across your boys and and say, hey, I can hook you guys up with this service? Or what, Yeah, what well, uh, Trill and I were friends uh, prior to that, and he was getting into making music and wanting to do that. 
And he basically, he asked me if I wanted to, to help on that side of the music stuff. And I, I did. So I, I knew I wanted to get into music somehow. I didn't want to make music at the time. So yeah, I just hopped on and started helping him with, uh, you know, all that type of stuff, getting the music out there, doing distribution stuff, whatever. Oh, and bro, then we linked so up. Yeah. Yeah. We linked up with Chris who, who Trill had met through, uh, Eddie vocals, I believe. Yeah, Eddie down at Lyrics. Shout out Eddie. Dude, it was Zach. We met at Zach's. Oh, yeah, actually, we did meet through Zach. What are those places? All right, so I'll take this one because Zach's was where it really all started, which is a guy who lives down the road from me. He's a couple years older than us, but he was doing hip-hop out of his place, and I was super inspired with that. Like, I, I always wrote music. I started writing, like pop punk shit to shitty <laughs> chord structures when I was like 13. Okay. But um, when I saw that, it was like actually like doable, like you could record music, right? And I, I got inspired by that. And so I started rapping with Zach and Trill. We had like some corny little high school beef with some other rapper from another school or whatever. <laughs> and yeah. Trill came out in support of me and I had no idea who he was. And he was like, yo, you're killing it. Like your shit's hard. Like that was dope. Um, I want to come through. I want to make music too. And I was like, all right, well, you can come hang out. We'll see what, what how it goes. And so he came through and he recorded a couple songs with Zach. And so we kind of met through through that way. And just like, we were on each other's radar a little bit. I wouldn't say we were like homies or nothing like that. Like we weren't kicking it or like making music together constantly or whatever, but we were aware of each other. And then we started recording uh, lyrics, which is Eddie Vocal's studio. Um, and he has like a lot of people coming through his studios. I, I've I've been at four different studios with him. He's moved around a bit in, in the different locations. And yeah, so that kind of hooked us all up together. We were making a lot more music together there at that studio. And that's kind of how we all started hanging. That's dope, man. That's a sick origin story. So what made you guys decide to kind of create a collective here amongst yourselves? Just like clicked? Yeah, it just... Well, it it's kind of an interesting story, right? Because... I was doing kind of the the manager stuff and then Trill and Chris were making music, some music together and their own separate music. And I remember I, like I was with my living with my girlfriend in her uh, parents basement and we were wanting to move out. And uh, Chris had texted the group chat saying that we wanted to kind of switch up where we were, where we were recording. So Carly and I, and my girlfriend decided that we were going to move into a bigger spot two-bedroom place and uh put a studio in there and just Beauty. Put a, build a studio so we just built a studio and then i had a studio at home so i started making music and then we had sessions every week here and then suddenly we were just all making music together you know absolutely and then breakwater yeah. sound was born shortly after that exactly yeah, yeah. It, was, it was natural for sure i think like it wasn't yeah. really like a like a preconceived like okay we're gonna be a band like we're gonna yeah yeah together like it just kind of all of a sudden we'd just be hanging and vibing and we'd have like eight songs with each other in a night and it'd be like, yo, like we just did eight songs together. Like, and it just sped up the process so much rather than having to focus on writing a whole song. You could just be in the moment, write a dope verse or a catchy hook or something. And like your boys would fucking come with something different, you know, carry the, carry the vibe or, or yeah, we just bounce ideas off each other and it came together so much quicker than, than writing a solo song. So it, it just kind of felt natural, I think for, for a lot of us. That's awesome, man. Not only is it natural, it's kind of the smart move to make. Did you guys all live within like 10 minutes of each other? Uh, I kind of live in the middle of nowhere. I live in, uh, <laughs> out, in, out in Machosan, British Columbia. Uh, my brother, yeah. though, Kazo, he lives above me. 
So that's really clutch because oh, we can make beats together a lot and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, Chris and Trill, they they both live more in town, so they they make the trek out here every week, and I respect them for that. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, man! That's dope. Yeah. How'd you guys land on the name Breakwater Sound? Did you come to that as naturally as you guys came together as a group, or? Uh, I yeah, think Chris and I came up with that. Yeah. What's yeah, the inspiration? Yeah, it, uh, I mean, the Breakwater, the Breakwater is a pretty big spot in Victoria. It's a big tourist spot. Oh, it's a place. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a place, and uh, yeah, it just kind of. Just kind of felt right, you know. Break water, make ways. Yeah, is it? Do you guys kind of resonate with that area as well? Uh, not not that area in particular. Just like the name, you know. Okay, yeah, fair. That's dope. That's <laughs> dope. I feel it. I feel it. So uh, individually, I guess we should go through what inspired you guys to pursue kind of like hip hop. Uh, I guess we heard a little bit about Chris's inspiration since he used to work on other music before, but uh, was there any like kind of defining moment where either of you were like, okay, I'm going to make this rap shit work or this hip hop shit work? Or was it kind of just like a natural organic thing, like how we've kind of spoke about everything so far? Sure. Why don't you go first? Um, I, I started taking rap really seriously at a really young age and then I fell apart from it for a while. And then after I linked back up with Chris and Reese was taking the managerial side because I'm not a very social person. I'm Fair, more yeah. just into the music and the art of it. Yeah. I, I started to take it a lot more seriously again and really approach it as something I was capable of doing if I had the support. Yeah. So that, that kind of occurred right around the same time naturally. And like we all have our moments where we, you know, kind of just say, you know what, fuck this, I'm done. Absolutely. But, you know, you, you love when you love something, you'll always be brought back to it. And when you're doing something you love with the people you love, then that's a forever thing. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, that, that's just it became something that wasn't uh, just work. It was it was natural and it it pays. So that's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. So what inspired you uh, before you took that initial break? What was your inspiration to uh, become a writer? Um, I, I dealt with a lot of like uh, depression and anxiety when I was really young, and I just really was into poetry. And one day, stumbled across rap music on MTV, and I just at that moment was like, "That's my new thing. That's so cool." Hey, that's like awesome. the way that they were able to articulate their ideas and their feelings and make it approachable to people who might not be able to uh, say those things out loud. I just thought that there was a lot of uh, beauty and power to that. So. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So it's kind of like a passion that you had from a, a younger time and you just found the form in which to do it yourself. Yeah, exactly. I, I kind of stumbled through finding the form for a lot of years. And then uh, through the help of everyone who was around me, whether it was uh, Chico or Chris or Eddie, um, I was able to get to this moment with uh, these guys right here. Absolutely, man. That's amazing. And then Kazo, Kazo Beats, you're the one of the main producers then, eh? That's me, man, for sure. What got you into uh, the beginning to produce? It started, like we were saying, with uh, Reese's, uh, Tico's little studio in uh, his uh, girlfriend's basement suite. And uh, yeah, Reese was uh, just got FL Studio and was just kind of cooking up a little bit along with writing and, you know, all that. Yeah, you know, I hopped in a couple of days and we were making some joint projects together, just kind of messing around. And they, you know, first ever editions of from me making any any music, I, I thought that was it was something really cool and a way to you know express creativity. And I just I fell in love with it for sure. From there, didn't stop since then. That's dope, man. So where where did you learn most of what you know? Yeah, I mean, obviously the boys in Breakwater were always uh, sharing ideas, just bouncing ideas off each other. So that music theory and stuff like that. I don't know a lot about music theory still, but 
Most producers I, it, don't. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> and I don't, that's the thing, right, with producing is there's no real way to actually do it. Um, exactly. There's no, yeah, there's no code. There's no, you know, script or anything like that. I'm just kind of going with the flow and, you know, like just YouTube videos or, you know, any, any of my buddies who are working on stuff or, obviously the main thing is listening to music for me is absolutely just being able to, uh, yeah, pick apart what you're listening to, you know, and what, what makes it good, what makes it bad, you know, that kind of thing. So would you say that you're kind of like a, you're a good, uh, you're a good kind of like listener and you can like recreate what you hear to some extent. Rather yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm more That's or less. That's what I've been going way. for. Yeah. 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 I feel yeah, you yeah. on that, bro. I feel you. Uh, sure. and then Tico and Chris, did we kind of cover your origin story or you got um, more to it? Yeah. I mean, I got I got some more. Yeah, let's hear it. Because you, yeah. you said you were inspired <clears throat> to get into hip hop, and then your first step into the business was as a manager. So that's that's actually very curious. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I honestly, when I was at that age, I was just like a full on hip hop nerd. Like I just listened to literally anything I could get my hands on, and uh, I really really loved it and knew I wanted to get into like bringing music to people, but I just didn't really care to actually sit down and make it until. Uh, yeah, about, about 2018, end of 2018, I had this weird kind of realization that I didn't want to, like, die and have nothing for people to listen to, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I just kind of started making making music, like, just for fun with Kazo. Like, I had no intentions of doing anything with it. We'd just kind of make some beats and stuff like that. But then, yeah, once I once I set up the studio in here, I... Uh, I just had a studio in my house. So I was like, well, what else am I going to do except come in here and make stuff? And I think we moved in in July and I had my first album done, wrapped by October. Damn. That's a quick so, yeah, turnover. Yeah. It happened. It happened really quick. Like I went from just like toying around to just full on, just like every single day I was in here and like, like immediately. So is that kind of similar to Kazo's story where we weren't really, we're not really looking at like the the technicalities of how to do things. You're almost kind of just inspired by your previous passion for hip hop that absolutely. towards your abilities. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I like my, you can definitely hear my, my limitations on that first project, but I was just trying to work within them. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Build build the energy as much as I could without like necessarily, yeah, knowing everything about producing, right? For sure. So, um, yeah. That's sick, man. And then Chris, do you got anything to more to add to your story as well? Um, yeah, I mean, I've always been like the kind of kid who when I see something, I have to do it. Like, you know, I'm watching a hockey game as a five-year-old kid with my dad and my favorite player scores a goal. Well, in the intermission, I'm going out in the driveway and I'm recreating that goal, you know? <laughs> That's sick. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I've always wanted to do music. I got I got into music, um, into rock a lot when I was younger. I really liked bands like the Chili Peppers, um, more angsty stuff like Three Days Grace, Rise Against. And so then I got my first guitar when I was 12 and taught myself um, just some simple chords and some simple scales and shit like that and and started writing, like just almost immediately just writing songs. And, and obviously they were terrible. Um, but since then, I've always just felt compelled to, to do it and um, always felt compelled to dream and to see people who inspire me, people who I look up to doing it and say, there's no reason why I can't do that too. And uh, yeah, so... Now I have I have a studio in my house as well, and and I'm able to just 
just create all the time and, and make music all the time. And, and uh, I have no plans of ever stopping. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Have you ever uh, in this like experience that, cause you, you're saying that you're just so confident that this is what you want to do. Have you ever experienced those like moments of doubt where you're like, fuck, what if it isn't? Obviously I think everyone has that. Um, but it, I, I just can never stay away. Like you always, always come back. It's, it's like, a, yeah. it's like, a calling. Yeah. it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's almost like even, even just like, making music like sitting down with your guitar and coming up like i don't i don't know theory either but i know what sounds good and so i just fiddle around and come up with riffs i'd rather play my own stuff than other people's stuff and it's like a diary like it's like even just playing guitar when you record a new guitar loop it's like that feeling is is now tangible you can you can you know, it's like it's like writing a journal or writing lyrics is like writing a journal. It's, it's all it's all part of the human process for me. And it, it if I'm breathing air, I'm I'm making music. Hey, absolutely. That's beautifully said, my dude. We're a little bit over time on this first half, so we're gonna cut it right here and take that quick break I told you guys about. Perfect. Easy. Show. We're gonna listen to a track by Breakwater. This one is called Jaywalk. Enjoy. Jaywalk, with day one, with day one, a jaywalk, a jaywalk, right into traffic. Take off, and if not, a jaywalk, and take off. I'm way off, my brain's not, I need help, I'm not well. My chain's on, my chain's off, with day one, with day one, a jaywalk, a jaywalk, right into traffic. I wanna kill myself. Still, I'm screaming that I don't need help, I'm a motherfucking monster. When the lights go down, drink my cup, and I throw it right down, like wow. I'm smiling pictures, dressed in disguise, no surprise if they miss it. Bipolar living, how I fly the shit's quick. Make me sick, shit. Flowing up fits, I'm a drama queen, so I got a tatted on me. On and off prescription, so I'm feeling like a zombie. I know they want me, hear them calling my soul. Where I'm from, it's day 40 below. When the demons in my shadows, everywhere that I go, like, whoa. Jay, walk through the valley of the shadow of death until I make it to the other side, they hold my breath. I'm like, my lungs used to switch up, vapor in my mixer. Something has gone very wrong. Gasoline in my liver, cardiovascular shifts from the comfort of my own home. Jaywalk, a jaywalk, with day one, with day one, a jaywalk, a jaywalk, right into traffic. Take off, and if not, a jaywalk, take off. I'm way off, my brain's not, I need help, I'm not well. My chain's on, my chain's off, with day one, with day one, jaywalk, a jaywalk, right in. Here's the nights we slept good Here's the nights we sleep it off Please don't pour me no champagne Lose my heart when the pain involved Had a fall, I was in a tangle Overzealous and cut crooked Seen the scenes from a different angle Had a light but the dark took it Cigarettes to a dead mass Just toxins in a white body I must say I'm quite the same So I spit the flame till I got body 40 on me like a loaded chamber Death keep knocking, he's a nosy neighbor Ignore that shit, he can hit me later I stay sober, I'm making bangers
things off with day one, with day one. Jaywalk, jaywalk, right in traffic. Running up my way, my way, don't speak my shit. I let my ashes spray, got the fleet with me. Smoke a pound a day, and I'm freaky peace. She gon' speak my name, I got hope. And it'll dope, make it mouth. Freezing cold, did it all ourselves. Dusty couch, watch your mouth. This is grouse, yeah. Brain still fried from the last few highs. Bake like ride in the heat, I rise. Lost my friends and them drop like flies. Break by the gang, get the shit reprised now. See mine now, we ride out. A jaywalk, a jaywalk, with day one, with day one. A jaywalk, a jaywalk, right in the traffic. Take off, and if not, I jaywalk and take off. I'm way off, my brain's not. I need help, I'm not well. My chains on, my chains off. With day one, with day one, jaywalk, I jaywalk, right in. What is up, everyone? I am back with Breakwater Sound. And is is that correct? Is it Breakwater Sound? The sound uh, was at the end. It's just just Breakwater. Just Breakwater. Okay, perfect. I figured as much. Breakwater Sound is the is just the uh, IG handle then. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel you. I feel you. So we're just gonna go through just kind of like a series of questions, almost like sort of interview style, and we'll start with your boy Tico Raspi. What was your uh, one of your biggest challenges in pursuing music so far? Uh, so far. Yeah, like the like the biggest kind of like obstacle that you've come across or the biggest kind of like ceiling you had to break? Honestly, the 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 biggest obstacle was seeing the disconnect once I started releasing music. Disconnect from what? Like every, everything happened really easily at, at, at first, right? Like when, when I first started creating stuff and I was already with the Breakwater Boys, there was a lot, I, I had a lot of support, um, from people I know about, about the music, which was uh, great and uh, exciting. And then once it came out, I, I noticed a, a split where I started getting people listening to the music that I didn't know, right? Yeah. And those people were, were very supportive. And then you realize the people that, you know, were your friends and were supposedly supporting you before it came out don't actually support it when it's out. I feel you on that. And why do you think, and, why do you uh, think that is? Um, I, I really don't know why that is. <laughs> I think, um, you know, people people are concerned about their aesthetics on their uh, timelines or whatever it is, or it just doesn't seem like it, it really matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, obviously, you know, as people in the industry know, every single like share, like comment, that stuff really does matter. Yeah. And uh, especially like when you do shows and people say, you know, oh, yeah, 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 I'd love to come. I'd love to come. And then you start selling tickets and they're, they're not coming, you know? <laughs> for real, man. So that was that was the hardest part to for for me. And that, that was just purely in a, from a, an emotional standpoint, right? Not so much on the uh, actual technical side of things. But that was something I kind of had to, like, figure out and realize that, you know, these boys I got here, this gang that we work with is, like, really all you got, you know? Oh, for real, man. There's not a lot of real ones out there. The pool isn't very deep. Mm. Yeah. And they, but it, it, as much as that was like a big obstacle, that's like a, bl- a hard blessing right there, man. Absolutely. Like, it, right? it is. And that, that's the other thing, right? Is that you, I definitely take that as a blessing, you know, that I have like 
Like I know so many artists and producers out there that just just work by themselves and are just posting it out on the the internet by themselves and stuff, you know. And it's such a blessing to be able to have four or five people in my circle in my life that I get to create with and share this with and put things out with and share ideas with and all that type of stuff. Like I don't take that for granted at all. Absolutely, bro. The worst thing is to have an idea and have nobody that truly listens to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Word. All right. And then we'll move on for for Chris, my boy. Uh, what are the pros and cons that you found in like working with a squad or a collective? Like, do you guys kind of feel like limited or? Um, pros and cons. Pros should happen fast. It's very easy when oh, absolutely. you're only responsible for, you know, a small portion of a song and everyone is contributing towards the same goal. It, it, it's, um, it's fun. That's another one. It, you're with Word. your friend, you know, we're really just kicking it on, on some dumb shit, clowning, joking, messing around <laughs> and, and feeling the vibe, right? Like it just, it's, we're just hanging out and Word. what we happen to be doing is making music. Um, cons, sometimes there's <laughs> disagreements about, the direction of the song. I know me and Kaz were working on our mixtape. We we had a couple of disagreements about where we thought a song should go and the structure and and who does what kind of thing. Um, sometimes uh, the synergy isn't always there. I mean, with us, I think we've been really lucky so far to have a great group of guys, and we really are all. Um, building towards the same thing. But I think sometimes all of a sudden you'll be writing and you'll realize you took the song a completely different way than someone else. And there's kind of like a misunderstanding that way or whatever. But for the most part, I think there's definitely a lot more pros than there are cons. And I really am feeling, I feel super grateful to, to be blessed with the opportunity to have, have close friends who I, who I make music with in, in a band setting. Oh, dude, no, that that sounds like amazing. I'm I'm feeling a little jealous over here. How do you guys how do you guys solve those big clashes where like you can't you just can't agree? Usually Tico. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm pretty headstrong. Trill's pretty headstrong. Kaz is pretty headstrong. Tico's a pretty good negotiator. Yo. So we'll usually just run <laughs> That's why he was the manager. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> boss. Well, sometimes we we uh like when it when it is something like like Chris and Kaz. Or like like me and me and Kaz, because it's usually usually something on the the producer uh, artist end of like like where to arrange stuff, you know. A lot of times we do put it to a vote as well with the other members who are not involved. But yeah, no, that's that's awesome, man. I love that answer. Uh, and then moving on to yours, Trilly, as a group and as well as as you personally, what would you say the main short term goals that you guys have are? Oh, that's a good question. Um, definitely charting on the the Canadian charts. That would be like a very short-term goal. Short-term. That, oh, damn. Okay. All right. Yeah. Is it, have, you, have you considered the, like the logistics behind that? Yep. Yeah. We're, we're doing all of like the research behind it as we oh, go. Nice. And we're, we work on our feet. We're a great team. We have a whole lot of people there playing a lot of back work and everything daily. So I, I think that, you know, if we aim for Mars, we'll hit the moon and I'm not concerned about anything other than our longevity, because I think the longer we go, the farther we'll excel. And Absolutely. that's the bottom line. That's an awesome way to put it, man. So if you if you had to kind of break down a little bit of your research and just give like one of the key one of the key elements into potentially charting, what would you what would you say that is? Our demographic, definitely finding what works, what works with our group and our symmetry, what type of people interact with that, what type of click rates and and feedback we're also getting. Uh, 
you know, we have to hit something that's emotional, but also definitely something that connects with a broader span of people. And that's just very obvious. If you've been in music long enough, you would know that, right? And um, yeah, yeah, no, I feel very strongly just about what we've built and the product that we're selling. At the end of the day, it's about the product and the people. And I think that we care about the people we're making the music for and we care about the product we've made for them. So what can go wrong? That's awesome, man. It's all just a matter of time at this point. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. I love that. And then uh, moving on to my boy Kaz there, what do you see as the long-term goals for uh, you, your group there, as well as you yourself as uh, a producer or, or maybe other roles you might take in hip hop? Yeah, man. Honestly, uh, at this point, just to be you know, uh, recognized for each one of our, our crafts, you know, just to get that, you know, satisfaction, you know, that we, something, you know, we reached, uh, you know, whatever it's followers or whatever it's streams or whatever, you know, it's, it's something that we can look at and be proud of number one is that people are enjoying it and, uh, you know, know that it was a long journey, a lot of ups and downs, but, uh, the, you know, the important thing being that, you know, we made it somewhere you know, large. That's awesome, man. I love that. And so when we talk about long-term, where where do you see that kind of being envisioned like in in like a year's span, like five, 10, two, three? A a good, I would say, yeah, like five years is is always good, but I'm, I'm always down for, you know, a couple of years. It it all depends on (laughs) what happens. uh, Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Right. Yeah. Like I'd say five years is a good bet to, to uh, be able to, to look back at now and uh, see the progress and, you know, see how far we've come and all that. Yeah. I'd say, you know, four or five years, something like that um, is a perfect little estimate there. That's awesome. And so what do you think, I know this is kind of like a far-fetched question again, it's all theoretical. Uh, What do you think will be different between now, how your guys' work ethic is, how your mindset and work work ethic are uh, compared to when we hit that goal? of uh, in that five or two to five years, whenever we can look back at our work and say, Hey, we fucking did it. Right. Another great question. Um, quite honestly, for me, uh, it would be consistency at that point. I would for sure, you know, want to be more consistent with my work, actually sitting down and being able to know what I want to do for that particular day or that particular hour. And just uh, be consistent with the mindset, like on the daily. Obviously, one thing is getting yourself in the headspace, but to stay in it is another thing. And so, when you're taking breaks, you got to make sure you're at least doing something, at least trying at something that you, you know. See, so just so you're in the right headspace, like I say. And uh, uh, for me, yeah, consistency is most important. And yeah, that's that's it for me for sure. I love that, man. It's it's so. To what I'm hearing, it's that your external success is kind of tied hand in hand with your internal success as well. Yeah, most definitely. That's really cool, man. That's really cool. I love that. And and now we're just going to kind of go talk about some of your content. We don't have too much time because we have kind of overstepped a little bit. But I do want to talk about the uh, music video that you guys put out for uh, Vaccine. Because in my opinion, yo, that was was dope. How did you guys manage to come like kind of hot out of the gates with uh, what looks to be your first and only music video so far? Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, yes, that, that one was not actually a breakwater video. No. Okay. Um, cause yeah, I mean, we, te- we really have two music videos that have, uh, more than one of us in it. Like, uh, Chris oh, and I, I have vaccine Trill and Chris have Atkins Ave and those weren't, well, we were going under the breakwater moniker. That was, uh, that was just before we did that last year, Chris and I, yeah, we worked with uh, a great group that called the uh, Kludak here from uh, Victoria as well. And uh, I, I've known one of the guys there for a long time. So 
they do great work. So I, I hit them up. We had this song and uh, yeah, we just had a, we had a lot of fun making that one for sure. Oh, awesome, man. Honestly, I think it turned out great. Uh, not necessarily just compared to the other underground videos I've seen, but it looks like it looks sharp. You guys did really yeah. very well and you look comfortable in your zone there. Yeah, Chris, Chris looks fantastic on camera. That's fair. <laughs> I, I think it's a little bit, uh, I don't know if it's ironic, but uh, the fact that the music video is called Vaccine and this is like kind of quite a while ago and then we're currently in that state. Yeah, that was, yeah, I've been thinking about that more lately. <laughs> people, people comment on that. Uh, because yeah, when when we wrote the track, we, we wrote the track right when everything shut down. Okay, um, yeah. As, as soon as everything shut down, Chris came over and stayed in my house for like a week and we just made a whole ass album. Uh, that album's called Social Distance. That's out there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I mean, once I was out, we were like, well, let's, uh, let's have some fun and do a video. And now looking back, it's like, oh, well, there's actually vaccines now. So that's cool. That's hilarious, yo. And, and then so on May 19th, you guys dropped the Breakwater album showcasing kind of the range of the group and the styles of each member. Are we going to see some visual content based on this project? I want to do a video for Skirt Cobain, bro. I've been saying it. I bought the dress. <laughs> I got the I'm fucking going to be stunting that shit. So man. it's going to happen. It's going to happen, man. I'm going to make it happen. That's dope. Yeah. I love that. We definitely, we definitely will be doing some visuals for that one. Hell yeah. Well, because I was going to say, it's kind of all we can do uh, given the restrictions or or like, do you guys have any, have any plans coming up like if or when the restrictions relax and like, or like maybe any public performances or anything? Absolutely. Yeah. We, uh, we're, we're planning a few different things to get some live shows as soon as we can. Yep. Yeah. We got, we got a, we got a few plans uh, in motion already to uh, get back in front of some audiences. In BC, it'll become September. So uh, we're trying to get on that now to make sure that uh, we can get some, get some spots in the fall. That's awesome. So is it just going to be like a, a breakwater presentation? Uh, yeah, I can't really say too much about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there might be. We're doing kind of some collaboration type stuff. Cool. cool. And uh, yeah, hopefully putting on a whole a whole night for sure. I love it, man. And I'm excited for it. And we did step also, in the, uh, sorry, to, to add just to uh, short-term goals touring as well. That was, yeah. that was Antico's short-term goals. Absolutely. And very cohesive with that. Are we talking like touring Canada or are we talking touring where we... Yeah, yeah. Just, just across Canada first. Okay. That's dope, man. I love that. So we are hitting overtime here. So we're going to kind of do our sign-off here. If there's anything that you guys want to drop at the end of the podcast, now is the time to do it. Share music. Make us millionaires. Yes, sir. Get that bag. <laughs> uh, if you want to come and check us out, we have a webpage, www.brkwtr.net. Uh, we have a whole bunch of cool merch, links to our albums, uh, info on artists, all that kind of cool stuff. You can find it there. It's a great website, and we put a lot of time and effort into that. Uh, Tico Raspi actually has his hands all over that, so uh, shout out you good, sir. And uh, also, thank you for having us. Oh, absolutely. I, I love that. I'm just hearing constant benefits of your guys collective, like throughout it, like how everyone kind of fills in a zone that sometimes people wouldn't even think that needs to be filled. Yeah. It's, really it's, it's, cool. it's beneficial to have, beneficial to have uh, all of us and being able to take on different tasks, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. It get, yeah. It gets overwhelming as a solo artist, right? To have to think about so many different things that goes into making a career out of music, right? Absolutely, man. You can't, you can't be, it's the jack of all trades, master at none type style, whereas exactly. you guys can like, yeah, master your own crafts and then come together and collaborate. I love it. It's beautiful. But uh, yeah, thank you so much, Breakwater. You guys are fucking awesome. I'm looking forward to hearing more about you. 
And uh, hopefully we can continue this conversation at some point in the future. Thanks for having us on, man. Thanks, bro. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. You're very welcome. All right. Take care, my dudes. Cheers. Peace. Peace. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Breakwater. If you want to learn a little bit more about them and connect on some of their socials, go to www.reevolvemedia.com slash breakwater. And we are going to listen to another track by them. This one is titled Skirt Cobain. Enjoy and take care. So much weed, I'm seeing stars above my head I got the gang all up to speed And now we coming for your neck I got a pretty little bitch And a bitch that's 5'10 Model Frank, one night Forgot her name, but it's all good She forgive me though If she don't, then I don't care Got a cute third with that long hair She bob and duck like a fun fish She treat me well, but I'm darn rare Save my claim, I face no blame She love to watch, I can't complain Pop a pussy, then pop champagne I run through hoes like Prefontaine Cobain, Cobain, pop, pop, bang, bang, bang. bang. your hood like bitch, what's happening? Skirt on it. Yeah. Hey man, how you doing? Doing good? Hey, where the bitch? Yeah, pulling up brain dead. Brain dead. She like my fragrance. I'm in my spaceship. Pulling out flagrant. Been faded. Uh, few days late, but I'm coming down. Back on beats and we running round. Ride it loud, I don't make a sound. Quit drinking like what's a stout nah. Contract swack, what's that about? Huh? R of R, go fuck yourself fuck you. Dash a dame when I run yeah. my mouth Wiley Trilly, no perpetuity uh-huh. Saw the signs that you trying to screw yeah. with me Back end deals ain't nothing new to me Fuck your shit, that's gratitude Cobain Pop, pop, bang, bang nah. We in your hood like bitch, what's happening?